Hey, I'm Micah. And I'm Jen. From 1994 to 1996, Jen lived in the middle of nowhere, Montana. But not by choice. She was sent to a therapeutic boarding school. I had some issues. While there, she performed hard labor. There was also a lot of forced exercise. Went through daily, hours-long group therapy. That shit didn't work. And when she left, she was left with some holes in her life. Holes? One of the holes was their pop culture hole. Yeah, I missed a lot of shit. And that's a hole we can fill. So get ready for junior high. It's time for... I never saw that. Okay, Micah. Hi. Here we are. Yeah, here we are. We're going to be talking about the secret world of Alex Mack. Mm, it started in 1994. A much beloved family television show on Nickelodeon back in the day. Yes. Before we start anything, I just want to remind you Mm -hmm. that you are not going to make any friends here by being an absolute asshole. Are we here to make friends? I didn't know that. Can we go back a couple episodes? We're not going to have any listeners left. 68 episodes? If you are a total asshole. I'm not going to be an asshole about it. I'm not. When have I ever been an asshole about something? I don't know. Why don't you do your comic segment? <laughs> oh, okay. Seeing the funny papers? Let's start with that. Then we'll get back to this Alex Mack and Micah being an asshole discussion. See you in the funny papers. See you in the funny papers. See you in the funny papers. So today we're talking about August 21st, 1994's Shoe. Okay. You remember Shoe? Is that the one with the goose or the duck or the what is that bird? <laughs> I don't know. It is a bird. Is it a goose? I don't think so. I think he's supposed to be an eagle or something. What? Maybe not. I don't know. He's. It's he's... hard for me to. It's hard for me to remember because I don't have a visual in front of me. Yeah. As you know. Yeah. yeah. So. So we're gonna describe shoe and. Luckily for you, August 21st, 1994 was a Sunday. Oh, that's right. This is a big this is a big day for see you in the funny papers. Yes, it is. First Sunday. I'm excited this week. I'm 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 turning my attitude around. All right. I'm really I feel really positive wow, about going into this. See how long that lasts. <laughs> so, first Sunday, exciting news. That means we get more panels. Yeah. Um usually it means it's in full color as well. But the archive I found is in black and white, and it's um, very, let me, how do you say this? It's the very high contrast because it was in color, I think, and then it was scanned and in 94 probably and mm-hmm. made black and white. And so, so can I you... can't see much, can't see shit in this one. So it's going to be fun. Why, okay. Why would you choose this one? Oh, because it's so good. It's so... The, so you can see enough wait. to Let's read see. it. And... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine panels. And oh that's not God. including the title, which just says shoe. This is the whole... This is going to be the whole episode. No, it'll be quick. So you remember that shoe was... I really don't ...was bet. birds. I remember that shoe was <laughs> birds. Yeah. Hence the name. Was shoe. A bird. What? I don't know why it's called Shoe. Um, I think Shoe is the name of the bird. And he is a reporter, I believe. I think that was the the shtick. Yeah. He's an old crusty reporter. He's a real curmudgeon. He is at the diner. So is all... this is this like a conservative one? Do they I don't do they lean think so. conservative? Okay. I don't remember it that way. I do remember some I think you're thinking of Mallard Fillmore or whatever. Oh, that's a duck. Which is a duck. I know that's a duck because Mallard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know you stuff got about. It. You got it. So back to shoe. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Shu is at the diner where he often is in this comic strip, and he's sitting there looking at his food or something, and there's a duck next to him with a hat on. I, that one looks like a duck. And says he says, the guest there says, the menu looks interesting. And Shu says, right. Next panel. Shu says, so does the food. And he's looking at his food. He's holding it in his hand. Then the next panel, the Pandle? guest... <laughs> the next panel says, what do you recommend? And Shu says, almost anything. And then... Wait, what? No, you're going to have to start over. I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> can't keep up? It's no. It's too fast for you? I can't understand. I don't understand what's going on. Listen, yeah. I don't get it. Okay. <laughs> no, to... no. Why is Shu mm-hmm. recommending Shu's stuff? at a diner, and there's a new person. Shu goes to this diner all the time. It's yeah. like a standard okay. place that the Shu comic strip takes place. And there's a new guy at the diner, a new duck at the so diner. So they're not at the same table together? They're at the counter. They're at the counter. They're at the counter. Okay, now you did probably say that. Did you say that? I didn't say that. <gasps> you asshole. Okay, let's start over. So okay, she's at the over. counter of the diner with a new guest <laughs> who hasn't been in the diner before, wearing a plaid shirt and a hat. And he's looking at the menu. There are three stools visible at the counter of the diner. Shu is sitting on the other side on a stool that is not visible. The diner curves. The diner counter curves where they're sitting at the counter. <laughs> The next panel. No, you do no, realize. I got to go back. He says, the guest, the new guest says, the menu looks interesting. And she says, right. And then the next panel, she says, so does the food. In the next panel, we pull back a little bit and we see more people that are sitting at the counter. Okay, pause, pause, mm-hmm, pause. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why Shu, this person who eats at the, excuse me, this waterfowl that eats. <laughs> yes. I don't the, think he's a waterfowl. At this restaurant okay. regularly, mm-hmm. like all the time, would say to someone, so does the food. Like, it looks interesting. Well, it's part of a conversation that I haven't gotten to yet. Okay, well, it's just it one, doesn't make any fucking one sense. One phrase that he said, and it will make sense after we read the next panel. But now I have to start all over. No, you don't. Because you really don't the flow know. has been lost. No, please. Please don't. Okay, so Shu says, so does the food. And in the next panel, the guest says, what do you recommend? And Shu says, almost anything. So Shu was looking at his food, and he was saying... You know, so the does the, the food. menu looks interesting. She says, he so was does like, the food. So he was it just trying to be kind of funny. No, he was trying to just kind of. Uh, maybe. I think she was just kind of always. Just wisecracking with this guy. I wouldn't say she wisecracks. Okay. It's more like he's just glum and like, mm, menu okay. looks interesting. <laughs> yeah, so does the food. You know, like gross. <laughs> yeah. It's gross food. So. In this next panel, it pulls back a little bit, and we see another person that's sitting at the counter about three stools away from them. And this person, we just see their back, or this duck, we just see their back, and they're dressed as a witch, I believe. It's mostly just a black silhouette, but there's a pointy hat with a large brim and a cloak type thing. That just seems strange to me. Um, so the new guest says, what do you recommend to Shu? And Shu says, almost anything. Next, yeah, I've heard that like four times next now. Next panel, the new person says, how's the fish? And Shu says, good. Next panel. This is a uh, bird's eye view, if you will. So we're mixing it up a little bit. It's not the profile of the counter. <laughs> That's clever, though, that they the did buff. a bird's eye view, mm-hmm. since it's birds. So Shu says, the guy asked him, how's the fish? Shu says, good, it tastes just like chicken. And the guest says, hmm, then I guess I'll try the fish. Good choice, says Shu. Next panel is a close-up, or more of a medium shot, on Shu. And he's, he's making those eyes... 
like right into the camera. He's looking right at you, but really he's looking at the person sitting next to him. He's got his yeah, hand no on his camera, food. there's no camera, it's a comic. Right. But he's, he's looking right at the person and he says, but don't get the chicken. And the guest says, why not? And the next panel. And then the final panel, it's back to just the two of them sitting at the counter of the yeah, diner. Yeah, this is the big punchline. It's the counter. And Shu says, remember, don't get the chicken. Why not? It tastes just like fish. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. that was my first thought mm-hmm. about what he was going to say. And I was I was just hoping Were you? that I was going to be wrong and that it was going to be something better than that. Hmm. But it wasn't. I'm getting the feeling that you have never read comics before. Because you're expecting a lot more from them. I just have. I just have... Uh, you know, I have a lot of hope. I have a lot, mm. a lot of hope in the in the world, and I sometimes I have to keep that hope alive in order to keep going. Okay, I would um, say it's misplaced, and particularly see in the funny where papers. "see you in the funny papers" is concerned. Yeah, lower lower those expectations right down to the bottom. Well, that was. Um, is there a bottom floor on your comics expectations skyscraper? <laughs> okay, uh, Go here's to the what this this is the question that this brings up for me, and that is lower lobby. Do maybe. birds eat other birds? Obviously. That's a little weird. That is a good question, though. But, I mean, in because, the wild... Because, like, how do you know it tastes like chicken? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. birds eating other birds. In the wild, they eat other birds, I guess. Well, they know they it tastes like birds chicken because... they probably do. Because they have chicken at the diner. But it tastes like fish, usually. So, really what he's saying Wait, is... so if the, how do they know if what... If the fish tastes like chicken and the chicken tastes like fish, they taste the same, is what he's saying. No, not necessarily, because you because he has probably eaten at other diners, mm-hmm. you know, or like he eaten, eaten other food. He probably does know what chicken actually tastes like and what fish actually tastes mm-hmm. like. Okay, well, thank you so much for that. See you in the funny paper soon. Now I will. I'm very happy to announce mm-hmm. that. Feedback just poured in <laughs> after last week's episode. Oh, yes, yes. Because I was talking about, like, what went wrong with my headlines? Mm-hmm. And you were mm-hmm. a real dick about it. But anyway, I just uh, I just got, like, letter after letter. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant letter after letter. Like, there were multiple letters forming a few words in that one tweet that you got. No, no, no. I got, I got more than one. Okay. And anyway, mm-hmm. I got one comic in... Facebook and one, I mean, one comment. <laughs> what did I did I say? Comic. You did one comment on Facebook and one tweet. So, oh, as I said, wow, that pouring is... in, Whew. just pouring in. That's, let me count those <clears throat> up real quick. Anyway, it was a hundred percent two. Right. It was a hundred percent unanimous. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's usually how unanimous the, is. The yada yada. Everyone agreed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stop you right there because I didn't stop you last week. I did say yada yada, but we just both went right past it. Yeah. Um, Once again, Jen doesn't know how to use yada yada. What she does is she says yada yada and then says the thing that she's yada yada-ing. Well, I don't skip any information. Right. Uh, It came up in one of our episodes once and Micah's response to me saying yada yada and then then just saying... All the stuff. Um, <laughs> I just lost my shit and it was really funny. So now I use it that way. So 
if you're new here. That's a um, choice you can make, I guess. Okay, so anyway, it was all, it was unanimous. Everybody loves the headlines. 100% unanimous. Loves them. Love it. So I, while you were reading that stupid comic, I was looking one up. That's why I wasn't mm. sure if I heard the beginning. I wasn't sure if you had said they were at the counter the first time. Because you weren't listening. Because I was not listening because mm. I was like, oh shit, I better find a headline. You know, the fans are going to oh be upset. Really? So here we are. We are. Well, um, can I make a suggestion? I'd rather you didn't. I mean, you got some. But I think you're going to anyway. Yeah, I'm going to. You can delete it if you want later. I'd love but to. I'm going to make you listen to it now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got 100% unanimous <laughs> positive feedback. Yeah. Just 100% I sure did. unanimous. I just want to say that again. <laughs> Why don't you quit while you're ahead, you know? Mm. Go out on top, as they say in the biz. That's a, that's a good one. All right. It just stop. I could have been done with this so long ago. Okay. Okay. This is from Sunday, August 21st, 1994. Mm. That might have been the day I ran away. Really? From Mission Mountain School. Wait, what day are we? This is the fifth day? I think so. I think I ran away before this, maybe the day before or the day before that. Did you pick up a newspaper when you ran away? No, I didn't. Check the comics. Well, how would I? Okay. Anyway, here we go. This is from New Braunfels Herald Zeitung. Hmm? Um, from New Braunfels, Texas. I apologize because I'm probably saying that wrong. What's Never that heard last of this word place. you said? Zeitung. Okay. Zeitung? Don't know. Z-E-I-T-U-N-G. Anyway, Herald Zeitung. Front page. Here it is. Big bold. So close, yet so far. That's it. And uh, so, wait, and so... um, You got any other information? And so that was it for that. When I zoom in, I can't read any other words. And so... um, Is there a photo? No, because I can't. I don't have access to that much of it. There is a photo because I can see that there's a photo there. But you can't tell what it is. Yeah. So anyway, so close yet so far. I think that's appropriate. For? Just to describe this, this segment. It's, you know, it was so close to being something. <laughs> and yet, once again, <laughs> so far, you failed to turn it into anything. Really bunged it up. You okay. deutsched that one. So, anyway, uh, we are talking about. We were talking about me being an asshole Alex about Mack. Alex Mack. Yeah. Well, I just know that you're going to talk about some things and you're not going to be nice about certain things. But I also think we have to go into this remembering A, this was 1994. Mm hmm like everything we do on this show and b it was a a kids show yes i'm just trying to think of other excuses for some <laughs> of the shit but um well i had never seen this show i'd never even heard of it because i didn't have nickelodeon um, yeah yeah yeah. we all know you didn't have cable and we weren't the target demographic really so i talked to sadie sadie and i had a good conversation about this show sadie is our seven-year-old daughter so uh let's listen to that first and then we'll come back to whether or not you're going to be an asshole Sound good? Yeah. Hey. Hi. Hi. Oh. Hi. <laughs> well, I am sitting here with my very special guest. You want to introduce yourself, special guest? Hello. I am Jen's daughter. Mm-hmm. My name is Sadie. Mm-hmm. I am seven years old. I go to... Well, I Used to go to Arbor Heights Elementary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. That's a lot of good um, demographic information. <laughs> uh, you all have, of course, heard Sadie on the podcast before. Uh-huh. She was on the Casper episode a little bit. Oh, yeah. She was on the Jingle All the Way episode. Mm-hmm. 
There was another one we did, just you and me. What was it? It Remember? was the family challenge one. Oh my god, family challenge. <laughs> I almost forgot about that weird, I weird hate show. That. <laughs> All I said for the whole episode was, I hated it. You're like, <laughs> no. What, what was it like for you? And I was like, I hated it. <laughs> it was, that show was very bad. <laughs> um, but we're not talking about a very bad show this time. We're talking about a show that had its first season in the fall of 1994. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is called... The Secret World of Alex Mack. Yeah. Uh, and we watched the entire first season. And, and we have just started the second season. But what's weird is that, like, it was... The episodes were out of order. Like, it said episode one... But then on the so-called second episode, Mm -hmm. it introduced one of the guys that was on the other episode. Yeah, so we were like, wait, what is going on? Yeah, on the first episode, we were like, who is that guy? And then on the second one, we were like, oh my god, this is out of order. So we looked it up, and it said, like, episode one, not that, not that. No, that's not. It was all wrong. It's all wrong. Season two on... Like, there was one episode that wasn't even on the actual list. It's very strange. We bought it on um, Amazon. I hate to say because Amazon's terrible. And yeah, the uh, season two episodes are just in- completely out of order. It's like they just... It's, it's like they just took all the episodes in their hand and then just like threw them up in the air. <laughs> And then wherever they landed is, like, the order they put them in. <laughs> yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, anyway, The Secret World of Alex Mack. Is the best show ever. We have very much enjoyed watching it. Why don't you, can you please give our listeners kind of the premise of the show? You know what I mean by that? I don't know what that means. I bet you could figure out. What do you think it means if I say... Can you tell us the basic premise the of the show? Idea? Yeah, basically, like, what overall is it about? What can you tell me about it that people need to know to understand? So, Alex, the first episode, Alex, she she's going on her first day of junior high, and on the walk back home from school, she gets in a car crash and a bunch of like weird chemical spills on her Mm -hmm. and it gives her like powers like she can turn into water and like zap things with her hands or Mm -hmm. something Mm -hmm. and she can like control electricity or like make things fly and stuff like that she can do a whole bunch of weird stuff it's really cool and she (laughs) can like if teachers like at her school because the teachers are like the worst so they she, really are. Oh she my like god! Yes, lifts, she can like lift them up, up in the air. Cause her sister Annie, everybody thinks she's amazing because she loves science, but Alex like isn't into it. Mm-hmm. And everybody thinks, oh, I'm like everybody. Their parents even like Annie better. Like they say, oh Annie, I'm so glad we don't get in this much trouble with you, and we mm-hmm. do with Alex. Mm-hmm. You must be nervous about your first day at school. Everything's going to be just fine. Just don't expect me to be the award-winning genius like Annie. We don't expect that, sweetie. 
That's true, Alex. In fact, if you just pass on to the next grade, they'll be ecstatic. Annie, enough. Yeah, Annie's like a science genius. <laughs> yeah. And their dad... Just like their parents. Well, their dad is also kind of a science genius, but he is really not smart he's, about other things. He's really... Yeah, but... He's not uh, bright. No, he's really... <laughs> they made him a real, real just... Yeah, not bright is a good way to put it. Yeah, and I don't know about their mom. I don't think she's a scientist. I don't, I'm not sure. Like, she kind of. Maybe she is. I don't know. She kind of helps Annie with her science a little. Yeah, but she doesn't quite understand it. So, Alex is the main character and Annie is her older sister. Yes. Just and they are very different, like you were clear. saying. Yeah. And, and And Alex is 14 and Annie is 16. Alex is 14 in the second season. Is she, like, 13 in the first season? Yeah, I think she's 13. Or 12 or something. She's, like, she's just starting seventh grade in the first season. Yeah, second and then for the second season, she's in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. And um, she ha- there's a boy that's one year older than her. Mm-hmm. She has a crush on him, but he already has a girlfriend. Scott. His, his name, name is Scott. Scott mm-hmm. And his girlfriend's name is Jennifer. Is it? I don't know. Oh, that's weird. That's like it. me and my brother. I forgot it. What is it? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't have room in my brain for that kind of thing. So who are the other... Okay, so you've said basically what we know now is like kind of Alex's family a little bit. And that she got... The dodo Covered dad. in these chemical... <laughs> dodo. <laughs> Real ding-dong. <laughs> um, hey, you ding-dong. <laughs> She got covered in chemicals, and now she has all these weird powers. We know those parts. Mm-hmm. What else is important in sort of she the has overall a best plot? Friend. His yes. name is Raymond. He goes yes. by Ray sometimes, but like in the first season, he was called Ray, and then in the second season, he just everyone calls him Raymond. Oh, really? But not yeah. Alex. Well, Alex actually does call him Raymond. Oh, Raymond. I think it's one of those things where sometimes people call him Raymond, and sometimes yeah. Ray, like. That happens with some people's names. You know, like some people call you um, Sadie Ton. No. And some people they, just call you Sadie. They don't. And then, like, some people they just call you. They don't call me Sadie Ton. Eaton. Eaton. No. And then some people just. Nope. You know, or like in my case, some no. people call me like. Jenny. Jenverdog. And other people just call me Jen or Denver. Hi, Denver Dog. Which is cool because it rhymes with Denver. Denver Dog. Like Denver Dog. Like you love Denver and you're like a dog. Totally. You're like a dog for Denver, you know? (laughs) Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. Me neither. Okay. Good, You're like a dog for Denver. Okay, so Ray (laughs) is her best friend. He lives next door. He's wonderful. It was worse than I thought it would be. I I got shoved in a locker, I ripped my class schedule, and everyone here hates me. I like you. No offense, Ray, but I'm gonna need more than you to survive here. I'd say I'm sinking. Let's just go home. No can do. Band tryouts. Band tryouts? You're gonna join the band? I have to try. You know my dad. The Alvarados have a history in playing in a school band. I can't break that tradition. Besides, maybe I'll meet some girls. Well, I'm a girl. Girl-type girls, Alex. Oh, girl-type girls. I'll come over later. Yeah. In the second season, 
he meets, they meet another guy. This is the guy we were talking about, like, at first they're with another guy. And that's the ninth episode. And it says episode one. Yeah. But it's so, the ninth episode. And then, well, right. and then we watch episode three. And then we watch episode one. Yeah. So I think, so what you're trying to say, I think, is that in the first episode of the second season that we watched. Yes. There was all of a sudden this new character. Mm-hmm. And we were like, what? Who is this guy? Why didn't they even introduce him? But that's because we watched it all out of order. That was um, the ninth episode. Yeah, I know. So, yeah, they do make a new friend. Mm-hmm. His name's Lewis. He seems like a real turd at first. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, like, hang out with those two? No. I mean, Alex lives next door. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> Sure, I know. You grow up with them, you're kind of stuck with them, right? <laughs> right? Like, he's mean to Alex, and he doesn't think Ray should be friends with girls, and he's just... He's like, hey, you should dump Alex, right? Because, like, yeah. she's not cool. She's a girl. Come on. Yeah, but Ray and Alex are super close. They've been best friends forever. Yeah, since they were, like, Plus, Alex born. is badass, so... Mm-hmm. Um, and she also has two other friends, Nicole and Robin. Robin is, like, super weird, and I like her. And Robin's Ni- like, walking to school is even unsafe. She thinks everything is unsafe. Like, yeah. Walking to school, like Raymond, Raymond said, Robin, you even think walking to school is unsafe? And Robin's like, yes, because it is. <laughs> yeah. Once the insects smell the grains of sugar, they enter through here, and when they cross the charge pad, zap! They move on to their next life. And then there's Nicole, and one thing that I like a lot is that Alex is, basically her two best friends are black kids. The story still centers on a white kid, but the fact that, like, two of the main characters... Raymond and Nicole are black kids. Exactly. Um, But Robin and, um, Louis. Louis? Yeah. Our wait. Yeah. But I just like that a lot because a lot of shows in the 90s had no diversity in them mm-hmm. at all. And they would be like all white people. There yeah. were so many shows like that. So I love it when I see some like representation happening from back then. And they're really great characters. Nicole is an activist. Mm-hmm. She's like super in- into like environmentalism. and Yeah. I can't believe Krantz carries a leather briefcase. Just another soldier in the war against defenseless cows. Yeah, stuff like that. Stuff like that. You know? You know? And you Ray know is just I mean? a wonderful character. Super lovable. She's, he's just the best. Yeah. I mean. And him and Alex, they just have a really sweet relationship. I love it. It's great. Uh, okay, and then the other big thing with the plot, though, is that there's this big, so there's a lab where Alex and Annie's dad works. Right? Like chem lab, or is that what it's called? Did I make that up? Chemical. I don't know what it is. It's uh, the plant? The plant, not the lab. The plant. Yeah, there's this big plant, and he works there. He's a scientist. Right. But there are Alex. these evil people there. Yeah, yeah. And they're the people that um, spilled the chemical on her. Right. And they're trying to find her. Mm-hmm. And one of them... They went to the plant to, like, see Annie's science project. Yeah. And um, Danielle is one of, is the boss of the evil people. <laughs> um, 
what she is. <laughs> it's true. She's the boss of the evil people. Totally. <laughs> evil people. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what am I saying? Oh, uh, who knows? No, no, like Danielle. She's the boss. They all went to see Annie's uh, yeah, science project. Yeah. Um. So she, like, they walked up the stairs, and she was like, "We're looking for you, to Alex." And she, Alex was like, "What?" And they were like, "Uh, well, we're happy to see you. Not that we know you at all." One thing I want to talk about <laughs> a little bit. Is that um, one of the things that Alex can do is turn into a puddle of water. That's what I already, I already said. She I could know turn that, into but water. we're going to talk about it. And she can like move, and it's like really blurry and really loud when other people talk. And she can still talk. Okay, hold on. Hmm? Here's the thing. There, first of all, the puddle looks like a gelatinous blob. It doesn't look like water, but whatever. That's just nineties. Special effects. Bad. They did a bad job with that. But what is really fascinating to me is that, number one, she can go upstairs and uphill as a puddle of water, which doesn't make any sense. And number two, no one seems to see her when she's a puddle of water just moving around. Well, it's like clear. I guess and it maybe it's like supposed to be clear. Ble- it's kind, but it's, it's not supposed to be like it just blends in, and you can't really see it. Okay, but it doesn't at all. It's like yeah, but it really looks. I just don't. You know. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Okay, that's what I would be saying right now. If what I you were would you. be saying? Well, if I were you. Okay. Because like. So another thing is like okay Whatever. so like the first thing like like you said the whole premise of the show there's a she's walking home from school or riding her bike or something anyway she's, she's on her way home from school and like a big truck comes around the corner and it almost hits her and then spills all the chemical stuff and like that would be really traumatizing and really scary yeah to almost get hit by a big truck but like they never addressed that or talked about it at all and she never told anybody except well that's the other thing only Annie and Ray know that this happened to her and that she has these powers sometimes she glows so if you too. haven't watched the show you should really watch it and then you would like get it well yeah but i mean also we're this is a podcast about it well, well yeah but <laughs> so so you're like <laughs> I don't really know why you're listening to this. Why don't you just watch the show? Like, yeah, like, this is a waste of your time. We're bad at explaining things, <laughs> but it's like more funny than the show because I'm in it. Wow, you know. <laughs> uh, one thing that I noticed about you that I just want to give you a compliment. You make really excellent predictions, and you really understand. Like you're very insightful. About what's going on with characters. And I think that's why you're so good at making predictions and like what's going to happen. And I just wanted to give you that little compliment. Thank you. You're welcome. And I'm giving myself a compliment. Oh, I thought for a second you were going to give me a compliment. Well, I'm going to give you you a compliment (laughs) first. Okay. Um, I love you. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, that's not a compliment, but I appreciate it. And you are... (laughs) The best <laughs> cool mom ever. Oh, you're very sweet. What were you gonna say? What was your compliment to yourself? More importantly, <laughs> I'm the best. 
Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> agreed. I mean, agreed. <laughs> Something I noticed watching shows from the 90s, mm-hmm. old shows, is that people were always drinking soda with their dinner. <laughs> do you notice that? <laughs> and you know what? People probably still do that. I don't know. But it's just really funny to me that so many shows and movies, like, people drink soda oh, at the com- dinner table. Oh, you don't need to give me any compliments. No, seriously. Well, is it related to the show that we're talking you about? You observe or? a lot of things. I observe. A lot of okay. good. You are good at observing things. Thank you. You're welcome. I also observe <laughs> that things from the 90s and like old things, people smoke a lot. And you you don't see that at all in like kids shows or kids movies now, or at least very rarely. Like I can't think of a current kids anything where someone smokes. Can you? No. I just, I thought of it because we, one of the episodes we just watched, there was a guy smoking a cigar and... And Nicole said, that guy smells like a wet dog. And then Robin was like, that's offensive to wet dogs. (laughs) Yeah, that was funny. (laughs) I think Annie's pretty great. She's totally a goody two-shoes, which is what they say about her. And she and Alex are super different. And I, but she's always, like, they kind of give each other a hard time, like sisters. But she's always there for Alex and has her back and stuff. I think that's but cool. Alex always has to pay. Like one time, Annie like helped Alex major, and <laughs> and then like Annie was like, "This is major, okay? You owe me big time." What was the major thing she did? So you know the science project. Yeah. Um, Alex, there was a like three light bulbs. Yeah. And Alex made it work with her powers. Right. And then, um, like I said, she can control electricity right um for some reason her teacher is like how did you do that alex you will have to show me tomorrow if you cannot figure it out today since your sister totally didn't help you like he was basically saying your sister helped you so you better show me how this works by tomorrow oh but it didn't work by anything except her brain powers. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But then Annie helps her make one with, like, a switch. Got it. And yeah. And then, so. Right. So that's when she said Annie, this is major. Yeah, and Annie's like, you owe me the whole bedroom, and you have to sleep. And Alex is like, then where will I sleep? And she, and Annie's like, on the couch. Oh, that's right. And then yeah. their parents are like, remind me why Alex is sleeping on the couch. <laughs> I like how you said earlier that the teachers are the worst. They are. Because, so as you know, and some of our listeners I know, know I, I used to be a teacher. Yeah. And so I am very sensitive to how classrooms and teachers and students are portrayed in movies and television shows. And um, this is one of those ones where they just make the teachers these awful stereotypes like this woman what's her name teacher with the bully son doesn't matter anyway one of their teachers their literature teacher or something i guess because they're reading shakespeare they're reading othello probably Um, she's just awful and she's like she has her glasses down all the way down her nose and she wears like old lady clothes and she says stuff like Close, like yeah, and she says stuff like, "This is a classroom, not a comedy club." I wrote that down because I thought it was you wrote that really down. funny, like funny because it's so unfunny. Yeah, you know? like, like someone was line. like, "So Lewis was being really mean and like 
because Lewis got in trouble. Yeah, so that was Alex the episode. Alex made a note, and mm-hmm. it said, like, Lewis is annoying, Robin well, says that this she is, thinks he's cute. This is the episode where we first, like, where Lewis is the new kid. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Um, Robin thinks he's cute, and it was to Nicole, and he, tr- she tried to throw it, but Nicole is, Nicole's desk is right behind Lewis's, Lewis's desk. So, like, Lewis just stepped on it and then picked it up. Mm-hmm. And the teacher was like, what do you have there, Lewis? Mm-hmm. And, and Lewis was like, oh, it's a note. Should I read it out loud? Mm-hmm. And the teacher was like, that should be quite enough, Lewis. Luckily, she didn't read it out loud to the class. Yeah. Which is a thing that they also used to do in TV shows and movies. And I don't know, maybe teachers still do that. There are teachers who used to do that. Like, if they caught you writing notes, they'd read it to the class, which mm-hmm. is a terrible thing to yeah, do. Yeah, I've seen shows, like, mm-hmm. Sabrina. Oh, yeah? Did yeah, the teachers? the teachers do that, like, every time. That's Sabrina a- sends notes a bunch, and then she gets so embarrassed. Like, Mr. Craft, which is the most annoying teacher mm-hmm. ever. That's a show we also need to do an episode about. I don't know if it's technically in our timeline, but it started in 1996, um, so it's the right year, at least. Okay. And Yeah, okay. Anyway, anything else you want to say about this show? I think Alex Mack is a super cool character. I like her a lot. She's, like, she's cool. Okay, it's very late, so we're going to sign off, because it's way past your bedtime. Sadie. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. Mm, you're welcome so much for joining you for this episode. I, uh, It's been fun. This has been our special show that we've been watching together, just the two of us. Mm-hmm. And I've enjoyed that. And I've enjoyed this conversation about it. Me too. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. Until next time. See, see you in, in the 90s. 90s. And we're back. How? What have you decided about yeah. whether you're going to be an <laughs> asshole or not? <laughs> well... Because of the magic of editing, it hasn't actually no time has passed since you said we'll come back. So I didn't have any time to think <laughs> about it. We didn't actually Once again, sit why and do listen you to. Peek, why do you want to show people what's behind the curtain? Well, I think most it's people understand that. <laughs> no one has pants on. It's hasn't been swept. Okay, well that that's what the curtain's for. It's fine. That's my point. Uh huh. What? <laughs> what? I haven't listened to what Sadie said. I'm sure it was adorable, and I'm sure she was slightly less of an asshole about Alex Mack than I'm going to be. She loves it, yeah. Yeah. Um, And I can totally see loving it. As I said, we weren't really the target demographic, so I had never even heard of this show. Yeah. I hadn't either until, uh, you know, people recommended it. But reading about the premise of the show, Mm -hmm. and then watching a little bit of it, I only watched two episodes, because I knew you and Sadie have covered... (laughs) <laughs> the bulk well, of the show. But I can see how it would be very appealing as a child. Um, if yeah. I had watched it when I was younger, I would have really been into it. Not when it came out, probably. But if I had like a time travel device. If you had been younger mm-hmm. when it came out. Yes. Mm-hmm. That said, <laughs> some of the acting is... Let's just get this out of the way right okay, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The let's kids just... are cute. They're adorable. They're shitty actors. At this point in their careers. <laughs> you know? They're not winning any awards or anything at this point. I mean, I think careers. shitty is too harsh. Okay. That's mean for kids. They're what I will actors. Say, what I will say is that I don't think they're shitty at all. I think they're cute. I think some of them are 
good and some of them are less good. Yeah. And that was being harsh. I was being harsh just to I know get that. some laughs. I know that. Um, but I hope you did get some laughs. Yeah, some of them are real bad, though. No, but there. what I was going to say is that there is a lot of... There's a lot of just awkwardness. Mm-hmm. Awkward, and not like awkwardness intentionally. Like, awkwardly delivered lines. Yeah. I don't know. It, it has the feel of something with a very low budget. But what I'm realizing is that all these shows, every show was shitty at this time, <laughs> I guess, is what I'm trying well, to say. Not every show. But these shows were... They were not high production value. They knew who their audience was and they knew well, like, how I to would, get to them. And, totally. But yeah. also I was thinking about like Xena and how we talked about yes. like how kind of silly the effects were. I mm-hmm. think some of that might have been intentional, but but some of it was just, you know what I mean? And yeah. the, the effects in this show are yeah, very I wanna, funny. I want to finish talking about the acting though. I'm sorry. Because I do think I was picking on the kids. You also only watched the pilot and the second episode. Mm-hmm. The other thing I wanted to say is it's not fair to pile on the kids because <laughs> the adults it's are way worse. Unanimous, one hundred percent of the adults in this show are shitty. <laughs> They're very bad. So bad. <laughs> They're very and bad. And they have no excuse. They are grown ass adults on a Nickelodeon television show. Okay. Yeah. Except the dad. The dad's kind of funny. Oh, that's funny that you say that. The dad, yeah, I mean, he's just over, they're all over the top kind mm-hmm. of caricatures, except the mom, who's just bland. Yeah. But their dad is like an over the top, he's an idiot. Yes. Sadie so, and I talked about this. Before I watched any of this show the other day, I said something to Sadie and I was being kind of silly and acting dumb. And she, I said, sorry, I was just being a ding dong. And she thought that was funny. And she said, you're not a ding dong though. But Alex's dad is a real (laughs) ding-dong. And now I understand why she said that. He is, you know, he's this brilliant scientist and he's an idiot about Mm -hmm. people. And especially about his daughters. Mm -hmm. George, isn't there something you want to say to Alex before her first day at school? Well, Alex, um, first day... um, well, good luck. To me, I i mean, in the first couple episodes, I could see, yeah, it's kind of funny. It never The thing about this show that I can tell you, because I've watched the whole first season and some of the second season, is that nothing changes. <laughs> yeah. Nothing. Uh, I mean, the one thing that changes I is that, you know, they're, they are getting older. The kids are getting older. And so... It is a coming of age mm. story, actually, and so if you look at it that way, it's kind of interesting. To, so their characters do to watch Alex, like, yeah, like she develops, bit. she has a crush on mm. this guy later on, and um, is it Scott? Yeah, did we already see Scott? Scott was in the first episode, just oh. briefly. Yeah. Okay, so never mind. I guess that starts at the very beginning. But anyway, um, I still do see it as kind of a coming of age story, and their relationships. You know, her relationship with Annie evolves over mm-hmm. time. Uh, her relationship with Ray has some kind of slight ups and downs, but mostly is really sweet and, like, really solid. Like, he is the best friend. So I know you and Sadie already talked about some of this, but I do want to get into a little bit of the, just a synopsis of what happens to Alex yeah, I w- Mack. I really want to hear yours, because then I will have heard yours and... yeah. So, um, so Alex Mack 
lives in a town called Paradise Valley. And it's super shitty looking. And in the town, there's a plant, a chemical plant, but everybody calls it the plant. Mm -hmm. And the show opens with some sort of chemical plant mistake that they have to ship somewhere and hide and take care of. You sent for me, Miss Atron. Vince, I just got off the phone with our testing facility. They'll be ready for the GC-161 transport later this afternoon. That's very good news, Miss Atron. It has to go smoothly. You're the only one I can trust for this sort of thing. You won't have to think about it again. And Alex is also going to her first day of junior high. Mm-hmm. So it bounces back and forth between these two subplots. And then they intersect just in a horrific accident. Mm-hmm. So Could have been. Could have been horrific. This guy, Dave, who becomes a major character, mm-hmm. um, is a real ding-dong. Mm-hmm. And he's a driver for Atron Chemicals, or whatever it's called. Miss Atron owns the chemical company. Danielle Atron mm-hmm. is the, yeah, she's like the CEO. And their middle school is also called Atron yeah. Middle School, which I had forgotten until you and I watched Because she gives a bunch of again. money to them or something, or they're I just get, big like, in the town. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. guessing like her... Family has always been big in the town, but yeah. I, I want to come back to her because anyway, but go okay. ahead. So Dave is Dave... trying to get a bite to eat and delivering these chemicals. Oh, this guy. So we see these people go through this crazy security pro- protocol in these hazmat suits and stuff to load up the truck with mm-hmm. these 55 gallon drums of chemicals mm-hmm. that are painted yellow because that's the bad color for totally. chemicals. I loved that... <laughs> When they walked in, there was a lot of smoke and fog because that that usually is a good sign at a factory when you're loading dangerous chemicals. You want a lot of smoke and fog around. Um, They walk into this place and they have to get their hands scanned. So he gets his hand scanned, but he holds his whole arm up to this thing that's about, like, I don't know, 15 inches square. This gigantic (laughs) scanner. And it's clearly just, like, a semi-transparent piece of plastic that's colored kind of blue with someone with a fluorescent light bulb behind it waving it back and forth so it looks like it's scanning something the only reason i could think it needed to be so large was because it's the mid 90s and so technology yeah, hadn't yeah. gotten that small yet everything and was, was huge one of their co-workers is a giant person and has humongous fucking hands so they yes. have to have that thing installed yeah that's yeah i think that's a really open-minded way yeah. of looking at it micah um, I think it's the the latter explanation because later in the show <laughs> they do bring a um, hand scanning unit yeah. to identify the child who caused this accident. All we need is for the kid to stick his hand in this handprint ID unit and we'll nail him. <laughs> but the hand scanning unit is really small. It's roughly hand sized, <laughs> so they do have the technology. Well, as you yourself already pointed out, hands come in different sizes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I'm thinking it must be the, the second explanation they came up with. The giant-handed man. Um, So I, for some reason, did not put those two... I didn't connect those two, like him waving to be let in. Did he wave? No. Is that what you said? Or no. he just holds his he hand up? He just put up. his hand up to have it scanned. I didn't put that... I didn't connect that with the portable mm-hmm. hand-scanning machine that they brought over to the Mac household. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're supposed to, but... But you're just so smart. Yeah, I mean, it was just a thought I had because I was confused about why it was so fucking big the first time. 
Um, but so wait, mm-hmm. what is the hand scanning? Is it scanning all your fingerprints? I don't know. It's just a security device so you, that you can get in. It's like, oh, we have your whole handprint so we can scan it. But so like, okay, so when Alex, when the chemicals hit her mm-hmm. and all that, so they Alex, found a handprint. Yeah, let's go back a little bit. Alex is walking home from school and she's not paying attention to where she's going. She just walks across the street. Dave, who's a real ding-dong, is driving this truck full of chemicals that they have to get rid of. They have to hide these things and deliver them somewhere. He's eating a burrito or something, and he drops it. He looks up and sees Alex. He swerves, misses her, runs into a fire hydrant Mm -hmm. that is filled with... In Paradise Valley, the fire hydrants (laughs) don't pump out water. They pump out bad computer-generated graphics. Because those just shoot all up in the air. And then the chemicals come out, and the wait. I don't remember what you're talking about. Does, what do you mean? He he hits a fire hydrant, and the water that comes out of the fire hydrant isn't even real water. It's just bad computer. It's literally graphics. just gr- computer graphics. Like it's like supposed to look like water shooting out, but then the the barrel oh, it explodes. Is, oh, it's supposed to. Okay. The barrel explodes, and the chemicals like splash S- all over shoot the, up in the fire yeah. hydrant thing, yeah. and it all shoots up in the air and gets all over Alex Mack. Yeah, so yeah. she's covered in this gold chemical. Everyone keeps saying it's gold. It just looks like brown shit. No, it doesn't. It looks like gold. It looks like someone painted her face with gold paint. Yeah, because they did. Right. So but it doesn't look like brown shit. Well, it looks pretty brown in a lot of the scenes. Anyway, she goes home and gets special powers. Yeah, that's she it. Can shoot we, lightning. we all know this. Yeah. Okay, but I but this is what I need to understand is the mm-hmm. handprint. Mm-hmm. She left a handprint at the scene. In the mud, yeah. And they're like, Vince, who is the henchman, you mm-hmm. know, the evil henchman of Danielle Atron. Vince is like, not to worry, Miss Atron. We just have to match the handprint. Mm-hmm. I found a handprint in the mud. it'll be no problem. And I'm like, yeah. wait, what are you? It's kind of like Cinderella and the glass slipper. Yes. The idea that this slipper thought. is only going to fit Mm-hmm. One human, <laughs> which in Cinderella is the case. And in this case, I don't get it. Well, one thing that you didn't know that I read about probably, I, I read about it on the Wikipedia. They didn't explain it well in the pilot, but Paradise Valley, although it has very low resolution computer graphics that shoot out of its fire hydrants, it has very high resolution mud. You didn't read this. So the handprint that she left was very, very detailed. And with that, they were able to make a scan of it with their advanced computer graphics and use their handprint unit, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. their handprint ID unit, to go door to door in town and ask the children to stick their hands in a box. Oh, my God. No, it's like Cinderella, only it's like this big town full of people. What's wrong? It's plant security. They're outside going door to door. They have this thing that you stick your hand in that can identify you. You're in big trouble. And all the parents are like, yeah, sure, no problem. Get down here, kids. Yeah, come come put your hand in this thing. Some random dudes are here with a box. A really, a very uh, um, ominous looking man is here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He looks like an evil character from a TV show. He does. Vince is just like, well, he's the henchman. It's, It's a very typical, like, so she is the, it's like, she's, actually, it is like, Corella Deville. She's mm-hmm. like Corella Deville and those two bumbling idiots who are her yeah. her henchmen. One of them is really a bumbling idiot and one of them is 
kind of smarter, but not really. Vince is not, he's very mean and he makes fun of Dave for being dumb a lot. But Vince, you know, (laughs) I mean, nobody's playing with a full deck uh, among the adults on this show. No. It's over the top on purpose. It's a kid's show. It's supposed to be like a cartoon, maybe, but not. Definitely. No, it definitely is. And so if you look at it that way, a lot of this stuff makes more sense. Like It's very campy. Yeah. Well, the effects, like... Mm, The effects are not intentionally bad. I think they were probably pretty impressed with themselves in 1994. You You don't think it was supposed to just look like a cartoon kind of or something? I mean, I just... The one I... Just that bugs me every single time is the water. Mm-hmm. I just, it doesn't look anything like water. It looks like mercury. Yeah. Like she's just a shiny And puddle, she can also go silver. up hills and upstairs and stuff as water. Well, obviously. And that really bothers me. It doesn't bother you that she can shoot lightning out of her hands or no, move like things that. with telekinesis. I, I like that. Oh, I like okay. those things. But going uphill after changing into water and liquefying yourself and your clothes can't go uphill that's where you draw the line i seriously the only part of that (laughs) the only part of any of her powers that i really have an issue with is the way the water looks and and the fact that she can go up hills okay that's it good to know and no gravity is the hill you're gonna die on (laughs) the other thing is transmogrifying into water totally fine the other thing is you can't defy gravity water goes downhill well i mean Whatever, she has powers. It's fine that she can turn into water, but if you're going to call it water, it should look like water. And also, <laughs> if she's going to hide as a puddle, because that's what she does a lot. Mm-hmm. When she turns into water, she hides under something, and it's like, she's just like, it's just like jello yeah. sitting there wiggling, Jiggling and no around. one can see it. And it talks in a weird, screechy, <sighs> I'm telling you, that's voice. the only thing. That's the only. Now, I do have questions about why. She has this particular collection of powers. Because it is kind of an odd assortment. Well, that's what you get in the GC-161. Yeah, that's the chemical. The GC-162 would give you like laser eyes and flight and things like that. Oh, man. GC-161 is you get to turn yourself into water. You can make bags of chips fly across the room toward you. Mm -hmm. Um, Lightning Mm -hmm. out of the fingers. Mm -hmm. Whatnot. Yeah. Power. You can turn things on with electricity. Yeah. That are powered by electricity just from being around them. But see, and she can also increasingly so. So one thing that does evolve in the show is that she gets better at mm-hmm. honing her powers and using them in situations when she needs them. But she she develops a real ability to basically make anything happen with her that she wants to mm-hmm. happen with her mind. You know, like there's an episode where she helps Ray be super good at basketball. Because uh, he's playing against Jessica Alba. Jessica Alba oh, yeah. plays the bully character in this yes. show, by the Named way. Jessica. Yeah. Um, but, and, you know, there's another one where she goes golfing with her dad. And she makes her dad really good at golf. Mm. And she makes another guy really bad. You know, like, so she can she can basically manipulate ev- any situation, which is pretty huge. Yeah, she masters her powers pretty quickly. You know, there was no well, montage with her practicing things and getting better. It was just, oh, dad's coming into the garage. This time when you turn into water, which you did accidentally two seconds ago, why don't you try and do it with your clothes too? Because you were naked last time. Yeah. So that, that was That was awkward. embarrassing for yeah. everybody. That was actually a really, I was reading on the Wikipedia, mm. um, that that was a really controversial scene. Was it? Because originally she was fully nude 
fully mm. in the nude, and oh, they really? did show her fully in the nude. A child, you're saying? Yeah, a child of, you know, I don't know, she was like 13 maybe. Really? That's an odd choice and for Nickelodeon. And it's an odd age to at which to show a naked child. And yeah. so some would say um, illegal. It was they, you know, there was a big hullabaloo and mm-hmm. uh, and then they then they covered her up. So Okay. I just wanted to I wanted to participate with what I read in on the Wikipedia too because you did. Okay. And it, you I didn't it seems like you think you do all the reading. And I know how to read too. Okay. Well, it's fake reading, but um, <laughs> I mean, we were making things up. Fucking, why do so. we even have this curtain? Just get <laughs> burn it down. Oh, we've destroyed the curtain long ago. Um, I have a question about Vince, though. Okay. He is the mean henchman. Very mean. Who's not all that smart, but he has a handprint ID unit. Mm-hmm. He also somehow, um, because Dave was driving the truck and Dave saw this child who caused the accident Mm -hmm. he has slides of all the kids in town i don't know all the junior high and high school age kids because at one point he's showing a slideshow to dave like is this the kid is this the kid is this the kid and they're all like casually posed photos around the school so either he went to the school and took pictures of all of them they weren't just like the they're not like school pictures no (laughs) what I thought they were. I don't remember that detail. Well, how does he have access to these photos? <laughs> Did he just take pictures of all of them? Yes. Because that's took, not creepy. He took photos of every single child yeah. in this community. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know, but there is and that. And then he had slides made. There is that great. I just assumed that he got that stuff from the high school or from the middle school, junior high and high school. I don't know. That's weird. But then there's that great scene where he's like talking about it. And yeah. then Alex's face is on his shirt, like in the in yeah. the projector. Like he's not looking at it. He doesn't the, see it. But they it, get frustrated. It's and hilarious. Dave's like, I don't know if I'm going to recognize this kid. And he's like, it's Well, funny. we can't go through all these. And he jumps up and stands in front of the projector. It's very funny. And actually. it's Alex's face. Oh, I think. Yeah. Because it's like. I guffawed out loud. You didn't. But I, oh. I thought it was funny because it is like just showing how. I don't know. To me, it's like these guys are just never going to figure this out. It's like right. In right. front of them, and they're they're never gonna figure it out, and, and they never do apparently, and they still haven't. Yeah, in season two, he fucks it up every time. They yeah. fuck it up. They can't, they can't do this very simple thing. Well, something that I'm always surprised by on current TV shows, like I'll use The Good Place as an example. Every season, there's like a problem that they have to solve. Yeah, and they usually solve it, and then yeah. you're like, oh. Before the next season. What are they going to do for next season? What's the, what's it going to be about? What's How are they going to make this interesting again? And they always come up with some really novel way of doing that. I thought The Good Place has been really good about that. Yeah. The way they solved it in Alex Mack was they just came up with one problem mm-hmm. and then had idiots trying to solve it for I don't know how many seasons. Well, it's interesting And then it that never up. changed. The main conflict just... It was more about the kids and... Yeah. No, and that is what it is. While it's not very complex as mm-hmm. a concept and as a show, uh, I I do actually really love that about it. I wish you would have watched more just so that you could appreciate Ray more because he's like the best friend. Yeah. I mean, it's so... 
it's just, it's so sweet. They're so sweet. And her other friends, Nicole and Robin also, and, you know, they become kind of bigger Mm -hmm. characters and they're really funny. And so that part I really like. I like the, and and like I said, it, it is, it's a coming of age story. Like she's in junior high, like they're, these kids are growing up like before your eyes kind of. And, but I, yeah, but I like that part about it. And, and for kids, like you can totally see why you would be into it. Mm -hmm. Let me just, we'll wrap this up here, but I just want to say one more thing because you mentioned seasons. The only seasons that were available that I could find to purchase or rent were seasons one and two. But when I looked at Wikipedia, there were four seasons. Oh, really? So I actually am very, I really want to track down those hmm. other seasons. Because Sadie loves this show. And we it's been like our special show that we watch together. And she actually was super pissed off at me that I was going to let yeah, you watch it with I me. Know. She was mad. I haven't told her yet that I watched it. Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, Secret World of Alex Mack. It's very enjoyable. I think for a certain age range. Again, we were a little bit too old for it even at the time. Yeah. Um, but I can see how it would be. Um, like for kids our age. Totally and appealing. Like, and yeah. Like, I mean, it kids reminds are me, kids' ages is what I meant. It reminds me of shows like Small Wonder. Yes. Which I think was older than this. Yes. Which we were more the target demographic yes. age for. Um, and what was the other yes. one? What was the one with the, the girl whose dad was an alien and he talked to her through a triangle that lit up? And she could stop time just that by wasn't small wonder? touching her fingers together. No, Small Wonder was the robot. Oh, I could look this up right now, but it'll be oh, more fun. Oh, you know that like a million... Yes. A million of our listeners. One million. You know, out of the millions that there are, <laughs> yes. a million of them are like screaming at us right now about whatever it is them. you're talking about. Yes. So a small minority of our listeners will know. Um, <laughs> if you could all tweet at me. All million. <laughs> it's at Micah Shelton. Yes. I would M-I-C-A-H. love... M-I-C-A-H. Uh, and then Shelton. Yeah, I would love to get a million tweets about me. whatever that show was. Yes, I'm gonna look it up right after this, but I don't want to say it right now. No, I think it's very much on par. Yeah. with uh, a lot of you know, like family sitcoms of the '90s for sure. And most of those sitcoms didn't attempt special effects like this show mm-hmm. did. You know, so yeah, I think I think this show was really good. And I honestly, I think Larissa Ol. Olnaik? Mm-hmm. Olenik? Olenik? Yeah. I thought she was great. I Alex think she's Mack, yeah. great in it. I think she's a great character. And her friends I like are good. her a lot. She's like, she's not... You know what I like? Is that none of them... I'm specifically thinking about her, Ray, Nicole, and Robin. None of them are stereotypes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They show these kids as just people. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. I guess it's just it it's respectful of the kids and who they are, and who they are has nothing to do necessarily with their gender or skin color mm-hmm. or even age. So anyway, so I think I think the show has a lot going for it, and the special effects are hilarious. I mean, they're just really bad, <laughs> yeah. and so it's funny to watch. That ends that. I'm not sure what topic we're doing next week. Maybe we'll do another. Wait a minute. Is this 68? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. I know exactly what we're doing next week. <laughs> nothing. It's no big deal. It's, it's not, not a big deal. No, we're not doing anything. It's just... It's going to be nice. I forgot. Okay. I think we're done here. Since Sadie and I talked and we just talked, I don't think we're going to talk about Montana this time. We'll talk about it next week, though. Uh, I'm sure it will be relevant with next week's topic. And um, I guess that's like that's kind of it, huh? 
Yeah, thank you very much to our Patreon supporters. Thank you to everyone on Twitter and in our Facebook group who interacts with us and, and on Instagram makes comments about our stupidity and silliness. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, we love it. We love it. And always feel free to tweet at me. Yeah, so that's just that's always out there. And at me, I'm at Never Saw That Pod, and Instagram we have it's at I Never Saw That. And our Facebook group. Those are basically our social medias. We love you listeners very much. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, thanks to Grandma Cray for our artwork. Thank you to Fifi Folios for our internet stuff. Thanks to My Smile for our music. Until next time. See, see you in, in the, the 90s. 90s. Thank you.